there's so many things happening in the real estate industry uh, uh, in New York and, and, and in Florida and New Jersey. Uh, we'd like to get an update of uh, what's going on. Uh, construction seems to be at an all-time low uh, because in New York, let's take New York first. Uh, there's no incentives. The four, 421A, which gives incentives from the city and the state uh, to build new properties, uh, has gone away, and and, uh, and we don't really know if it's going to be in a new budget. And uh, interest rates on construction are the highest ever. Uh, and right. home and home sales. Why would anybody give up their home? If they have a three percent interest rate versus buying a new home and paying six or seven, so Amir, it's your floor to tell us. Listen, I think it's important to look at it in uh, context. You know, um, you know, from 2020, which was a very slow year for construction, to 2021, we added about 8,000 units to to a total of 28,000 units that were uh, built in uh, New York City, and uh, then things slowed down when the whole. when uh, the Fed started increasing the uh, interest rates, everything slowed down. The entire cycle slowed down. People, p- uh, people couldn't buy. Uh, people d- couldn't sell for the same reasons that, that you said. And it's uh, it's unfortunate because the price of commodities have come down. You know, lumber, as you remember, was uh, at an all-time high just about a you know uh, 14, 15 months ago, and now it's uh, dropped down about 70, 80 percent. So the cost of building has come down. But uh, because of where we are with the Fed uh, and the interest rates, uh, there's just no incentive to build right now. And you know that, uh, especially in New York City, I mean, as a developer and owner, you know that it's, um, the incentives are even less because we have billion-dollar projects that are being proposed even under these terms, but you have a, a city council uh, that has way too much control and they are not allowing, uh, you know, some major, major projects. I'm talking about billion-dollar projects in boroughs that could really use it, in neighborhoods that could really use it, in Harlem, in, uh, uh, you know, in parts of Queens. And they've been uh, shut down, and they're being challenged because they expect the developer uh, to give, you know, roughly 50% of the project for affordable housing. Affordable housing is very important in the city. It's part of the fabric of the city. It's important to have it. But, uh, you know, when you ask people uh, to pay what they have to pay for land, uh, for construction costs, for, uh, you know, interest, and then they're supposed to make that work along with 50% or 60% in affordable housing or whatever it is, it's just not feasible. It's not doable. I mean, uh, you know, some of the stuff that you've built, uh, you know, you have to do 70, 30 or 80, 20. Uh, you know, even to make those work, it's challenging. The burden all of a sudden becomes on the people who can afford to pay rents because the, you know, the rents that you take away, uh, you, you reduce for the affordable housing. Obviously, you, ha- you still have to make a dollar. You're a businessman uh, or any developer who's proposing a project. And uh, that challenge becomes, uh, you know, bigger and bigger. The people, you know, especially large developers with uh, uh, tens of millions of dollars to spend, why would they spend it in New York when they can spend it someplace else where uh, uh, the market and uh, they're treated better? 
Yeah, well, I'll give you a great example. I, last week I was in Dallas and um, I had a dinner with uh, 20 of the biggest developers and landlords in the, in Dallas. And some of them were from Houston as well. And I, I, you know, I stood up at the dinner. And I was like, what do you think it's causing? Like with all this stuff happening, every market is slowing down. Why do you think Dallas is still booming? Why do you think uh, that, um, you know, people are still moving to Dallas with everything that's happening around the world? And they said, well, there's only one thing. It's uh, social policies in places like Portland, in places like Seattle, in places like New York, Philadelphia, uh, you know, and they started naming all these uh, sort of cities, Chicago. And they were saying that the flow of people and capital from those cities, all the money that should be in those cities, tax bases, real tax bases that we actually use, you know, to uh, you know, keep our schools going, keep our transportation going, and pay for our police and fire departments. All of that tax base is moving to Texas right now. Uh, you know, when I was talking to these guys, and one of the guys said that he sends a fruit basket to the different mayors, especially a, a big one to the mayor of Portland and Chicago, because they get the highest number of people coming from those places. And uh, it's very unfortunate. I mean, Portland, you know, we don't talk about it too much because it's on the other side of the world, but uh, it's just totally gone it's it's very unfortunate that a, that an american city could just totally be wiped out a lot of a lot of cities have uh, have been destroyed uh san francisco i understand is, is a vast wasteland uh detroit is trying to make it come back uh but there's a lot of our cities are becoming vast wastelands new york city new york well, state yeah. i understand in the last 24 months have lost 484,000 taxpayers that's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you mentioned Detroit. Detroit, you know, once you lose the city, it takes a long time for the cycle to come back around. It takes a long time for the people to be like, no, drugs are bad, cops are good, we need this. So it takes a long time for that change to take place. Uh, you know, Detroit's been at it for almost 35 years, and they're still nowhere. I mean, like, once you lose it, it's not going to come back in our lifetime, unfortunately. So that, that's why we have to fight for it. Uh, you know, I've never been so active as I am because I, I can really see it. I can really see uh, When I go to these other cities, I can see us losing our city. And it, it just breaks my heart because I love this place. It's the most unique place in the world. I've traveled the world. There's no place like New York. And uh, it's so important to fight for it and to fight for what you think is important for the city. Uh, Amir, uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, we were going to, you know, our, our time limit is up for today, but I want to talk to you again on, on Florida and I want to talk to you about Texas and I want to talk to you about uh, other items. Uh, but uh, this is a great education for the people of New York uh, to, to understand. And, um, uh, you're doing a I appreciate great you, John. Day. Anytime, anytime you want to chat, I'm happy to talk. Thank, Thank you, you so much and for having and me. If, if one of our listeners wants to subscribe to The Real Deal, how do they do it? They just go to therealdeal.com and, uh, you know, they get five articles for free, but then after that they have to pay. We, you know, and they can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff as well. And uh, that's The Real Deal, the Bible of the real estate industry. Thank you so much, Amir, and we'll catch up again real soon. 